Well, hello, everybody, and for the folks that will be listening to the podcast, um, I'm Pastor Kim Miller, and my husband, Pastor Gary Miller, will both be speaking this morning, Um, and we have a really good message that the Lord has laid upon our hearts, and it's called How to Grow Spiritually Strong. You know, in this day and age especially, we need to learn what to do to grow spiritually strong. And growing spiritually strong, we're calling this message growing because it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process, and as we're on earth, the longer we walk with God and certain things we do, we'll grow stronger and stronger. That's something that never ends. So that's what we're going to talk to you about today, how to grow spiritually strong. Um, We have a part to play in that, you know. And, And what we do with the things of God, we sow into the things of God is what we'll get back. To the things of God. You know, and the Bible says to sow to the Spirit. Now, how do we do that, um, sow to the Spirit? In other words, we, we um, uh, sow to the Spirit. We uh, give attention to spiritual things. We give attention to the things of God. And that's one of the ways in which we grow spiritually strong. And like I said, that's a lifelong process. We keep growing stronger and stronger. And, you know, Joshua 1, 8. Let's see here. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. You know, if we're not being successful, if we're not, you know, walking in prosperity, and, and soul prosperity comes before, you know, financial prosperity. And, and prosperity is just not about finances. It first, you know, starts with spiritually and renewing our mind with the word of God. You know, that's how it all starts. And then we'll be able to walk in the rest of that, you know. Um, prosperity is just every area of life and spiritual prosperity comes first and and that is how we get the rest of the prosperity prosperity in all areas of life okay so it says here we'll go back over what it says and and steps here okay this book of law shall not depart from your mouth in other words the bible we need to keep it coming out of our mouth we need to keep speaking it it says don't let the part from our mouth you know Sometimes we get away from speaking the word of God, but it says don't let the part from your mouth. That means constantly speak it. Constantly be speaking it. Don't let that slip. Okay? Um, And you'll meditate in it day and night. Day and night is like all the time. So even as, you know, I'm going about my day doing different things and housework and running errands, you know, I'm constantly thinking about the word of God and, and speaking it out of my mouth. You know, that's what we need to do. It's just something we need to do consistently. On and off as we go about our day. You know, that's what the Word is telling us here. It's so important to have the Word of God in our mouth and be thinking on it. And then it will get in our heart. You know, and just like I heard Brother Hagin say, oh, years ago. I don't know if I'm going to quote it exactly right, but you'll get the meaning of it. And some of you have even heard him say that and have heard this quote before. That your, your mind doesn't stay renewed. He said it in a funny way, too. And I can't remember exactly how he said it. I'll try to remember it and maybe say it on later, later today while we're still speaking. 
but um, your mind needs constant attention to be renewed. It's just not a one-time thing. Just like, I don't know if he said, um, just like your hair needs washed, you got to keep washing it, something like that. I may not have gotten that right, I don't remember, but it's a constant thing. It's not a one-time thing. Your mind needs daily renewal. I'll try to find that quote and, and try to re-quote it properly, but you get the idea on that one, you know? And another way to grow spiritually strong, Jude verse 20 says, um, Beloved, build yourself up in your most, most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. So that's another way in which we grow spiritually strong. We pray in the Holy Ghost. You know, and if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, I mean, and, and you've been here, you know, a while. You've heard us teach on it. And that's something we do periodically. We teach on the infilling of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking in tongues. That's not something that we're ashamed of. We're not ashamed of the Holy Ghost because Jesus is it. And Jesus said that we need him. And there's several scriptures about that, but that's for teaching um, for another time. But I'll just throw out a few of those scriptures for the folks that aren't familiar with that. Acts 2.4. Acts 2.38, Jude verse 20, Romans 8.26, Luke um, chapter 11, all talked about the, uh, Luke 11 verse 13, all talk about the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit is relevant. He always will be. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I want everything the Holy Spirit has to offer. You know, that's the power in life. He's the power in life. You know, he gives um, power to Christianity. You know, without the Holy Spirit, Christianity would be just religion. It would be dead. It would be powerless. And, and that's not how it is. You know, it's a relationship with Jesus lived out by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm kind of getting off track here, but I just felt like that needed to be said, you know. So to grow spiritually strong, we need to be having the Word of God coming out of our mouth. Meditating on the Word of God just means thinking it, speaking it, thinking it over and over. And, and you know, and, and my pastor, he's in heaven now, Ted Alleman in New Jersey years ago. He taught a message that I'll never forget. He talked uh, taught on Proverbs 20, 26, 3, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And I think I was about 13 years old when he taught that message, and I never forgot it. He said, God gave us an imagination, and let's use it for good. Let's see ourselves in our imagination as we speak the word and think the word. See ourselves walking in that word. Like if you're experiencing lack, see your bills paid. I mean, I'll never forget this message. Like I said, I'm about 13 years old. I've never forgotten that message, and I don't even, I did tell him about it at the time, you know. How much that message blessed me. Like I said, he's in heaven now. But, um, you know, we need to use our imagination for good. You know, see ourselves walking in the reality of his word. Because it's true. We need to see ourselves walking in it. You know, so we're speaking the word, thinking the word. Make it personal. Because it is personal to us. You know, we have to see ourselves walking in it. And that will increase our faith. And that will help us to grow spiritually strong as well. And another um, way to help us grow spiritually strong is Ephesians 6. It says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then Pastor Gary's going to tell you how to do that and about the armor of God and what that has to say. He'll tell you what the, the Lord okay. has showed him uh, about that. It starts with the 10th um, uh, verse of Ephesians 6. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And Pastor Kim talked about the power of the Holy Spirit. That is the source of the might of the Lord so you you get involved in in walking in that power yeah and this isn't this isn't something you do in your own strength right you do it by faith but you have God on your side you've got 
the word on your side. Mm -hmm. You've got the Holy Spirit guiding you, directing you, mm -hmm. uh, teaching you. And so uh, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind mm -hmm. will give you what it takes to overcome the circumstances, situations, the attacks of the enemy, whatever you're facing in your life. Mm -hmm. So he says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Anything bad that comes against you has its roots in the devil. Yeah, no. Uh, mm -hmm. And But, you know, Jesus said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That's right. I, all this junk that's going on in the world... Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I have overcome. Right. And we're seated with him in heavenly places, mm -hmm. uh, above all principalities, power, spiritual yeah. wickedness in high places, the rulers of darkness of this world. We're seated with him, and we have the authority to deal with those things. Yeah. Uh, because of that. Mm -hmm. So he says, now this is important, verse 12. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. Although you'd like to wrestle or maybe or punch some flesh and blood. Like no. <laughs> now, he used the term wrestle here. Hmm. And wrestle is wrestling is a sport that from the time the whistle blows till the time is up, mm -hmm. it's constant effort. Yeah. You let hmm. up, you lose. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, so wrestling, you have to you have to put all your effort, all your thinking, mm -hmm. all your all your being into that match mm -hmm. at that time, because if you don't, then you're going to leave a, a place for the opponent to get you. Mm -hmm. So we wrestle, we do wrestle, right? But it's not against flesh and blood. It's not against people. Mm -hmm. It's not against things, right? It's against principalities, powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual forces, hosts, and wicked wickedness in heavenly places. Yeah. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. I'm going to read all of these. I'm going to go back and then cover them a little bit. Yeah. Having your waist, girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So, uh, this these garments, this armor of God, are spiritual, uh, but you can relate it to the physical. Uh, Having girded your waist with truth. Now, the, this word truth is reality. 
the the reality of the word, uh, the reality of what God has mm -hmm. done for us through Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection, the reality of who you are in him, that truth is what you gird yourself about. Right, yeah. Uh, and there's a difference between what's true and what's truth. Uh, mm. You may you may have a growth on your knee and you can see it, you can feel it, Anybody can touch it and know it's there. It's true. There's a growth on your knee. But the truth is, Jesus bore your sicknesses on the tree. All of your infirmities, all of your weaknesses, all of your sin. He, he bore that, died with it, so that you can be free of it. So the truth is, by Jesus' stripes, I were healed. Right, man. So, uh, gird your loins with the truth uh, and you do that by what Pastor Kim mentioned earlier you know you get in the word you you pray you you build up your most holy faith uh, okay um, lost my place 12 verse 12 no Uh, verse 14 and having put on the breastplate of righteousness now righteousness is being right like God's right how do you get there you get born again uh, you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus so if you are in Christ and the Bible says you are if you ask him to be Lord of your life then you have the you are the righteousness of God. Right. You, the breastplate of righteousness. And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now this one is cool. Uh, you shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now gospel means good news. Mm -hmm. And in the good news is the end result. It is, it is what Jesus did for you. And peace, there is a peace in God that it passes all understanding. Uh, your head's going, you know, this is a mess and this is a mess. And there's another yeah. mess over here and there's one behind me. And there's a mess everywhere. Here, a mess there, a mess everywhere, a mess, <laughs> mess. But the peace it's cute. that you stand on is the peace of God that in the face of all these circumstances you look at it and wow you know this ain't so big I deal with this one I deal with this one we deal with it in the spirit we, we take authority over it and when one crops up somewhere else you deal with that yeah. And you walk in that peace, and you follow after that peace, that peace of God that surpasses everything you see, hear, think, smell, taste, right. what everybody's saying. Uh, so you, you walk in peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, 
with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now the shield of faith is believing God will do what he said he will do. So when the enemy comes against you with fear or doubt or worry, no, no, devil, I resist you in the name of Jesus. I have the mind of Christ. I can do all things through Christ and strengthen with me. Mm. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and not beneath. You speak out what God says about you in that situation. You speak it out of your mouth. Believe it in your heart and speak it out of your mouth in the face of the circumstances, in the face of what's going on. And, And... Like I was saying, that takes constant attention. I found that Kenneth Hagen, Brother Hagen quote, it says, your mind doesn't stay renewed any more than your hair stays combed. It requires constant attention. So in order to grow spiritually strong, it requires constant attention. Okay. So, yeah, and then, and then take the helmet of salvation. Now, the helmet of salvation is you know that you know that you know that Jesus is your Lord. You are solid in that. There's nobody can talk you out of that. The salvation of God provides everything that you have need of in this life. Through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you receiving that and receiving him into your heart, that helmet of salvation, that knowing that you know that you know that you're God's and nothing by any means can harm you. And then the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And what do you do with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God? You wield it with your mouth, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to the end with all perseverance that means you you go before God and you pray you pray what the word of God says about the situation the circumstances the people that are antagonizing you whatever is happening you you take the word of God when when Jesus was tempted by the devil in the wilderness those 40 days and he always answered the devil with, it is written. So yeah. you find out what is written about those things that mm-hmm. the devil's attacking right. you with. Yeah. And you take up that sword, that word, and you wield it. You attack him with it. Right. And you say, no, in Jesus' name, right. the word of God says, by his stripes I'm healed. There is no thing that's going to come against that. Because I have on the armor of God. I am prepared for this battle in every area of my life. From my feet to the top of my head and everything in between. The word of God. Prayer. When you pray according to the word of God. The Bible says that if we ask anything according to his will, his word is his will. So if we ask anything according to the word of God, uh, he hears us. 
You know, sometimes we yeah. pray and we wonder if God's even hearing what we're saying. Well, if, you're, if your prayer is, woe on me, gloom, despair, and agony, and help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, well, help yourself. Get in the Word and find out what the Word yeah. says about your situation. Pray it that way. Then He can hear you. And when He will hear you, and because we know He hears us, we know we have the petitions we ask of Him. Yeah. So pray the Word mm -hmm. in the face of your circumstances. Yeah. So, uh, and you have to, on purpose, put yourself in this place. Um, uh, you know, you can get up in the morning and you can take your hands and put them around your waist and say, I put on the belt of truth. <laughs> you know, you can, you can, uh, you, you can physically see yourself doing this, but don't forget what you're doing. Yeah. Just saying that you have to do it. You Just have saying, to do it. I put this on, you actually have to do it when it works. I hear right. so many people so i put this on i put that on and they're not doing it so they're not really putting it on they're just saying they are yeah and when you put something on um uh, it stays there until you take it off yeah that's a good point wow mm -hmm. uh, i mean you get dressed in the morning you know you you can go brush your teeth and do all that stuff and take your jammies off put your clothes on to go out mm -hmm. about your day yeah and your your clothes until you take them off mm -hmm. and so when you get up in the morning and and you say, okay, Father, I'm preparing for my day. I thank you, Father, yeah. that I am standing on the truth, the reality mm -hmm. of what you've done for me. I have my blowing skirt about with the truth. I know. And then go through and do this. And then when, when you go out and you're faced with <coughs> opposition, and you will be, yeah. uh, you know, you, you go over to uh, the parable of the sower, and it says, you know, there's, there's things that come for the worst sake. Uh, you'll, uh, you'll have uh, tribulation. And you know that translation means uh, you'll have uh, pressure due to circumstances and the antagonism of people. So if you're out in this world doing much of anything, mm -hmm. those things happen. Yeah. But if you are preparing yourself for them before you go out then you can deal with them and you've got what it takes you have been equipped with what it takes so but you have to grow into that you have to work at it you have to to see yourself mm -hmm. that way and believe what it says mm -hmm. and proverbs you know chapter 4 verse 20 i'm just going to quote it okay. you know it says you know, my son, my daughter, you know, give attention to my word. Yeah, why, why don't we read that? Because I like what the rest of that says in verse 21. So we must give attention to the word of God in order to grow spiritually strong. We have to decide that we're going to be people of the word. And, you know, 
Proverbs we have three. four, isn't it? Or am I wrong? Is it three? I thought it was four, verse chapter four, verse twenty. I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your mm -hmm. eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For then. <laughs> For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Yeah. And keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. See, that's how important the Word of God is. And, and what it was saying right there, um, that's why it needs to have first place in our life. We have to decide every day, just like that Brother Hagen quote, you know, your mind doesn't stay renewed. It needs constant attention, just like your hair doesn't stay combed. You know, we have to decide every day that we're going to be people of the Word. And, and we have to ask ourselves, what are we giving our attention to? Like I talked about earlier, sowing to the Spirit, not to the flesh. The Bible talks about that. Because if you sow to the Spirit, you'll reap accordingly. But if you sow to the flesh, that's your reap. Like if you're spending like five hours watching TV and five minutes in the Word, you're going to be more filled up with worldly things than you are in the Word. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with watching TV. But, you know, of course, we need to glorify God and what we allow in our eyes and our minds. But, um... But we need to have the word have first place in our lives. Let spiritual things have first place and everything else have back seat, you know. So these are ways in which um, you grow spiritually strong. And it's something, like I said, we need to choose every day. It takes our effort working with the Holy Ghost helping us. But we need to do our part, you know. Um, we decide if we're going to keep growing stronger and stronger. It's up to us. If we slip up will lose some ground and get weak again. So this is the thing that we have to decide to be consistent every day, especially in these times. You know, so just purpose in your heart today as you leave here and those that are going to be watching the podcast, purpose in your heart today that you're going to make some changes, that you're going to be more diligent, that you're going to be a person of the word and, and prayer and so into the spirit like never before. And, and we've decided that too, you know, even more. You know, because everything that God puts on our hearts, we always examine ourselves and make sure we're doing it. And there's always, with any of us, no matter how many years you've been saved or how spiritual you think you are, there's always room for improvement. And that's not condemnation. That's just us going higher and higher and just seeing how we can go higher, you know, and working with God and doing that. So, so um, I'm done. Do you have anything so, else to say? So, your goal should be mm -hmm. uh, knowing God yeah. a little better right. each day. Right, that's good. And yeah. serving him a little yeah. better yeah. each day. Right. And it's, you know, the Bible talks about line upon line, precept on precept, here a little, there a little. Right. You know, and that's just not no flip a switch right. change. Mm -hmm. It's something that you have to do. Yeah. You have yeah. to put on the armor yeah. of God. Yeah. God don't get up, get you up, and get yeah. you dressed in the morning. You've got to do it. Yeah. You have to work with him, you know. And, that, and, and when we work with him, we're doers of the word, that's when we give God permission to work in our lives. You know, he goes where he's welcome, you know. And we have all his power available to us, backing us. We just got to lay hold of it and, and access it, you know, by being a doer of the word. So, just want to so, encourage you in that. We encourage you, mm -hmm. be a doer of the word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God loves you. Mm -hmm. We love you. Yeah. And go forth and conquer. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time.